Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday, we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, a story by someone who is very near and dear to our hearts in the Risk family. It's Dawn Fraser. Dawn has done some teaching with us over at the Story Studio. Now, she first shared this one on the podcast in September of 2010. So here is Dawn now with a story we call The Nutcracker. A few years ago, my best friend Doreen was traveling through China, Japan, and Taiwan with her boyfriend, Mark, for three weeks. And while they were gone, they asked me to babysit their beloved hamster. The hamster's name was Walnut. It was really cute. So when Doreen came over to my house with his care package, I was like, what is all this stuff? She said, well, this is premium quality hamster food. This is Bark Bites, which he uses for gnawing. And this is blue organic bedding for hamsters with sensitive fur. And I said, hamsters with sensitive fur? This is one pimped out hamster. So I decide that I'm going to have a good time with this bougie hamster. And the first thing I decided to do was to take some pictures. The first picture I decided to take with Walnut was him sniffing down a bottle of Smirnoff. So it really looked like he was getting his liquor on. The second picture I decided to take was him basically riding a Rastafarian figurine. And I thought it would be hilarious if I had Walnut straddling this Rastafarian figurine. And if I sent these pictures off to Mark and Doreen in Taiwan, which is exactly what I did. And so on the second day, I remember that they asked me to take it out every now and then to let it run around, have a good time. And he kept trying to eat my oatmeal. I said, no, okay, you know what? You cannot be trusted, Walnut. So instead I took him and I put him in my lap. And while he was in my lap, I was on Facebook. I think I was stalking my ex for a while and I had really captivated. So I kind of lost track of time. 
And the next thing you know, I'm feeling around my lap for a walnut and I don't feel them anywhere. And so I, I turn around in my chair and I'm like, walnut? And I hear this, wah, 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 wah. and I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? And I look down and walnut is on the ground shaking. He was convulsing, like he was just looked like he was going crazy. I was like, oh my God, this is so scary. So I get on my hands and my knees and I'm thinking to myself, okay, um, there's gotta be something I can do. Can I give it CPR with my pinkies? No, I can't give it CPR. Can I call 911 for a convulsing rodent? And as I'm thinking about all these different options, his eyes close. And the next thing you know, he's passed away. I just started bawling and bawling and bawling. I felt so bad. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what happened. So I decided to call my mom. Now, my mom is from Trinidad. So I said, Mom, I don't know what happened, but I was watching Doreen and Mark's hamster and it committed suicide. And she said, You mean you're crying over a dead hamster? I said, Mom, first of all, respect. Its name is Walnut, okay? And, and second of all, Doreen and Mark were paranoid about me watching it because I told Mark I would teach it how to swim. She said, well, you're just going to have to go bury it. And I thought about it. And I live on the second floor of a brownstone. And I said, Mom, I don't have access to a plot of land anywhere. There's nowhere where I can just go to bury this hamster. She said, well, then just go find a sewer. Go find somewhere, a dumpster, and just go dump it in the dumpster. And of course, this whole process of me coddling a dead rodent is not going to make sense to my mother. I mean, sure, if it were her pet goat or her pet rooster in Trinidad, it would make sense. But us Americans and our pet rodents? No, forget about it. Forget about it. And she says, Dawn, I have an idea. Why don't you just get them another hamster? I said, I can't just get them another hamster. They're going to know. She said, they don't know. It's just a rat without a tail. And this is the manifestation of their love. They really wanted kids, but instead they got this hamster. She said, why don't you just stick it in your freezer? I said, in the freezer? She said, yeah, stick it in the freezer. That way when they come home, they can bury the hamster themselves. I said, okay, but I don't really want this corpse next to my ice cream and my ice cubes. That's just nasty. She said, well, then stick it in their freezer. For them to come home and to see that their beloved walnut is frozen and has been there for three weeks waiting for them to arrive. No, I can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it. She said, well, I don't know what to tell you then. And I was like, all right, mom, fine, whatever. My mom is telling me to throw it in the dumpster. My other friend is telling me to get an autopsy. The vet won't do anything for me. I'm burning sage in my apartment, hoping that his little walnut soul is going up to heaven because I'm pretty sure my black ass is going to hell. So what I did, I wrapped him up very delicately in a hand towel. And I put the little hand towel and walnut in a Verizon wireless cell phone box, which was his makeshift coffin. And I took the coffin to my car and I was driving around looking anywhere. I was looking at sewers like my mom recommended. I was looking at community gardens that I finally just drove out to Prospect Park in Brooklyn. And this was in November. So I had on me a beanie, a jacket, 
and this big plastic shovel that was in the back of my trunk. So I go out to the park and I find a spot. I start shoveling and shoveling and shoveling. And as I'm shoveling, I realize here I am, a black woman with a beanie on, violently digging up dirt. I look mad suspect. And just as I'm thinking this, I see two rangers off in the distance passing my way. And I think, oh, hell no. I am not going down over the burial of a hamster. So instead, I see this massive pile of leaves. And I grab as many leaves as I possibly could in five seconds. I piled them on top of the Verizon wireless box, shoved it in as far as I possibly could. Boom, I hit it out of there. I was gone. I didn't even bother to look back. But I had done walnut no justice. So I, I head back home thinking, how am I possibly going to explain this to Dorian and Mark? Should I send them an email? Should I call them in Taiwan on their vacation? I go back to the scene of the incident. And I'm looking. I'm contemplating. And I'm sitting in my chair. And I live in a brownstone. And many of the brownstones in Brooklyn have a bit of a lean to them because they're really old buildings. And so my chair always rolls back every time I sit at my desk. Every time I sit at my desk, it rolls back. And so I was sitting there thinking. And I rolled back once. I rolled back twice. The third time... I grabbed the desk, I pulled myself forward, and it hit me. I called up my mom again, and she said, Dawn, what is it? You still haven't found somewhere to bury the hamster? That's not why I'm calling. I'm, I'm calling because I have another problem. I just realized how it died. I said, I cracked walnut. But wait! I said, yeah, I rolled over it with my chair. Lord have mercy. I said, Mom, that's not the worst part. The last pictures that I sent to Doreen and Mark were a picture of me pretending like I was going to eat their beloved walnut like it was a chicken McNugget. And she said, Dawn Fraser, good Lord have mercy. What are you going to tell them? She said, well, you can always just tell them that next time You'll be a little bit safer with their children. A few weeks later, of course, Mark and Doreen were looking for their beloved Walnut. And I had to let them know that it wasn't going to happen. Unfortunately, Walnut passed. And he took it rather rough at first. But he did see that it was an accident and he understood. But to this day, I have not lived down the title of the Hamster Slayer. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com. <laughs> <laughs>